0: welcome everybody back to your favorite tech podcast the true tech podcast today is episode number 51 and today we're going to be talking about apple fitness plus and why you should or should not get it and just shout out to the people commenting on apple podcasts from anonymous 2.0 they commented amazing i love this podcast even though i just started listening this mic quality is amazing and the info is on point keep it up man yeah so just thank you for commenting and i really appreciate it all right so also some other shout outs uh go check out patreon patreon.com true tech to get early access ad free content of the podcast as well as check out the merch store merch.streamelements.com slash Jalen Man. Alright, thank you so much for supporting and helping me out through these tough times. And alright, so let's get into today's story. Alright, so Apple has finally put out their fitness service, Fitness Plus, and Apple released this when they released the Apple Watch series. Six, back in September, and ever since they just put this on hold until now, and it's pretty exciting to see what they have come out with. So this Apple Fitness Plus is a subscription based, and I believe it is at a price of nine ninety nine per month, which uh, is a bit pricey to me for a uh, fitness based app, but you know considering it's Apple, everything is expensive, and. There are so many things that are special about this app compared to some of the other third-party apps like Nike's training app or even uh, Under Under Armour's training app. Yeah, so the biggest thing about this that is really differentiating it from its competitors is the way that it connects to the apple watch and how you are able to see all your stats and your rings on the screen while you're doing a workout and this is pretty interesting and is gonna just allow people to know how many calories they burned and how long they've been doing the workout and there's also a burn bar where you can see how many uh, calories you've burned as well as how you are compared to other people that were doing the workout which I find is pretty intriguing since other services don't have that but then again Apple's service costs money and if you do have a new Apple watch you can get three months free or right now you can get a month off for Apple Fitness Plus regardless of what kind of device you have you just need to have 14.3 So this fitness-based app is really, really exciting. And there's a lot of different trainers and different kinds of workouts, different lengths. Um, And you can also do it on your iPad, iOS device, or your Apple TV. And I would really try it on the Apple TV if you have one because of um, how big the screen is compared to other devices, especially compared to an iPhone and the iPhone screen is pretty small but it's nice to have it when it's portable and also on the TV it's just huge and you're able to see all your metrics without having to glance down at anything you're just always staring at this display which is really nice so this whole thing is all connected together through Apple's ecosystem so you'll be able to uh, know your all your stats from the fitness app and you'll be able to track it on your iPad as well as your iPhone and Apple TV. And a little small feature that not a lot of people have mentioned um, from a lot of reviews are that you can wear your Apple Watch and go to another Apple TV regardless if it's yours. It could be your friend's or your family member's Apple TV that's not in your account and you can just go near it and your Apple Watch will detect that you're near a Apple TV and ask if you would like to pair to the Apple TV. And once you do that, you can start doing fitness workouts. It'll log onto your account and you could just start doing your workouts, which uh, provides a huge amount of things you can do, which is really nice. Also, you can start picking up AirPods Max right now whether you're in-store or you ordered it online. So the AirPods Max are at a price of $550. We talked about it last episode. So if you have any questions or if you want to learn more about it, go check out um, the episode. And I'll leave everything I mentioned in today's episode down in the description below for you to check out. Okay, now I just want to spend a little bit of time talking about my review of the iPhone 12 Pro and how it has been for more than a month. So I've been dailying this phone for more than a month. I have got it since October 23rd when it first came out and this phone has really been great and despite all the comments that you've seen in other reviews saying that this phone is not as good and you shouldn't buy it, I really think that you should if you don't like big phones, if you don't like the size of the iPhone 12 Pro Max and you're not a big fan of the big display or Um, a big form factor then you should consider the iPhone 12 Pro because this phone packs all of the good features that you would find in a pro phone hence the name iPhone 12 Pro and keeps it in a relatively controllable form factor and size because when I first thought about buying one of these phones I just thought to myself the iPhone 12 pro max is too big so I considered my options and I looked at this the iPhone 12 Pro and you know just some of the little benefits compared to the iPhone 12 series uh, were just you know pretty small but still when you all when you add it up all together you get something that's I think worth the extra $200 um, one of them being the storage it comes at a base storage of 128 gigs it has two extra gigs of RAM at 6 gigs of RAM, it has a telephoto camera, a lidar sensor, and also it has a brighter display. And it can also shoot Dolby Vision HDR video at 60 e frames per second. And all of these features combined together really make a little bit of a better experience when using this phone. And I really gotta say that the RAM has really impressed me because iPhones in the past never really handled RAM and memory that well. But right now, it's actually pretty good and this is gonna even show better performance in the future when the newer iPhones are out. But that's basically what I thought about the iPhone 12 Pro, but the battery life has been pretty good as well. When I first got the phone and everyone was saying that the battery wasn't going to be great, I think it's fine. Even um, in my usage, I've been able to get 7 or maybe even 8 hours of battery life compared to uh, when I first got it. When I first got it, it wasn't as good, but now with all the updates, the battery life has gotten really good. But if you are wondering if you should get the iPhone 12 Pro and you are a really heavy user, I would say don't get the iPhone 12 Pro because it doesn't have an extreme amount of battery life, but it has battery life to last me. But yeah, the battery life has been pretty good. The cameras have been really excellent as well. And you know, just getting one of these new phones, you have to expect good performance and the iPhone 12 Pro delivers that. The video quality is stunning, especially with that Dolby Vision HDR turned on, and it looks really crisp, and the colors are vibrant, but um, the tones on this camera are a little bit warm, so if you don't like warm photos, you could always tweak it in post-production. But all the cameras have been good, the night mode in all three cameras have been working reliably, and the night nighttime performance has been working stunningly. And the display is nice, it's basically what we've been seeing in uh, last gen's phones with the iPhone 11 Pro series with the OLED panels in all of the devices, so not just the, uh, the Pro line of phones, also the regular 12s, the 12 mini and the 12 have an OLED display as well, which I think was really necessary since all the competitors really have OLED displays. But something that was lacking that a lot of people have been talking about was that 120 hertz refresh rate or any kind of high refresh rate apple's phones are still stuck at a 60 hertz display which really disappoints me since all of the competitors like the samsung galaxy note 20 ultra OnePlus plus eight pro are all at 120 hertz and especially if you're getting the iphone 12 pro max or iphone 12 pro you would really want that 120 hertz display because of that price point. And you know, Apple is rumored to have it coming next year, but I think they're a little bit late. But that's basically been my thoughts about the iPhone 12 Pro, and whether you should buy it right now. And I gotta say, most of the things in the iPhone 12 Pro have been really reliable, and the display has been excellent. All the cameras have been working amazing. So, if you want to pick one up, I'll leave one in the description below for you to go check out. Alright, I think it's time to take a break. We've been talking for quite a bit. And after the break, we'll be talking about the 600 series Snapdragon chips. So, stay tuned for that. Today's episode is brought to you by the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Jay Schiffman is a public speaker, coach, and the host of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. He interviews people with lived experience on the topics of mental health, substance misuse and recovery, and drug use and policy to help end stigma and normalize difficult conversations through empathy and vulnerability. Over 125,000 Americans die from overdose and suicide combined. These people are our friends, our neighbors. They go to our churches, eat next to us at our favorite restaurants. All these deaths are completely preventable. This is a really good podcast that I would really recommend you guys listen to. So go check out Choose Your Struggle podcast at your favorite podcatcher. Thanks again for the Choose Your Struggle podcast for sponsoring today's episode. Alright, so let's start off by talking about the Snapdragon 600 series. So Qualcomm hasn't upgraded their 600 series in quite a bit. And they've really just been focusing on their 700 series but the Google Pixel 5, OnePlus Nord, as well as their 800 series, coming out with their 865 and 888. But they really just forgot about their 600 series. So now, Qualcomm has launched their newest 600 series that builds off on the 2018 Snapdragon 675. And this chipset is not as big of a refresh at... As you might think and it just uh, has the same features as the same Cairo 460 CPU as well as the Adreno 612 GPU components in its processors however Qualcomm has made some tweaks that should help the 678 outperform the 675 especially in CPU performance so the Cairo 460 now maxes out at 2.2 gigahertz compared to the 2.0 GHz on the 675. And the chipmaker says it's tweaked the Adreno 612 to increase performance, but it did not provide too many details on how it went about that. And to be clear, whatever performance improvements Qualcomm was able to eke out of them should be modest and the chip is built on the same 11 nanometer process that the company used for the 675 so we're not really going to be able to see a huge difference in performance but we are going to be seeing some performance and should help with the next budget phones and it's able to capture limitless 4k video and stills up to 48 megapixels and dual camera systems of up to 16 megapixels it also comes with built-in support for all the usual photography features you'd expect, including portrait mode, 5x optical zoom, low-light capture, and also uh, better connectivity. Yeah, so while we're on the topic of connectivity with this uh, processor, it comes with the same X12 LTE modem that came with the 675, but Qualcomm has added support for a feature called LAA, which stands for License Assisted Access that taps unlicensed 5 ghz spectrum in combination with your carrier aggregation to increase capacity, which basically means you'll get faster download speeds as well as upload speeds, up to 600 megabits. However, the X12 won't let you connect to any 5G networks, but I wouldn't say that's huge, too huge of a deal since 5G isn't too big right now. And let's talk about a little bit. Bluetooth on this processor, because it comes with uh, Wi-Fi 802.11n and Bluetooth 5.0 support, so you'll get pretty good Bluetooth connection as well as Wi-Fi connection. And the 675 mostly made its way into phones like Xiaomi and Apple, and also phones from Motorola, like the Motorola Moto Z4. And that was basically all the improvements and spec bumps that you would need to know about the 678. All right, that has been this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the True Tech Podcast, number 51. And I hope you guys have an enjoyable Christmas. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.